start. The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. We should be. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, Matt, and Chris. A lot of some days with this show. Yeah. One of those some days Ooh. is someday. Someday. I'm going to redo the intro. Okay. Um, what would you like it to be? A little more. Uh, well, no, no. It's not that, that I don't like the music. It's oh. just, I think some of the language is off given all the cha- name changes back and forth. I'm not, maybe not. Um, yeah. But uh, I just feel like it needs to be. Updated a little bit, I, and again, I, I, it's not the music. Thank you, DJFM.com. You need to uh, um, play with your microphone because it's not coming through. You were working. My mic's. Yeah. Man, why is my mic? Here. Hello. Am I there? Hello, hello, hello. Anyone? Try this. Try this one. Oh, maybe we're all off. Oh, what's uh, going on? Yeah, we are. It was working. You know what? It might just be we can't hear ourselves through the... Oh, yeah. There we go. There's your okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Ooh. Sorry, listeners. So um, they could hear us, but we couldn't hear us, and so we were thought... Yeah, we just sounded like bumbling of... All right. So here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, back to some days. Yes. Redo the intro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you, Kay. Um just case I can hear Jeff and Chris. Matt's not here tonight. I'll announce. Make sure we get that out of the way. So uh, you won't. Nobody will be hearing Matt um, right. tonight. He uh, is actually seeing Philip Glass this evening. Is Philip Glass a composer of kind of uh, movie musics and all kinds of weird stuff? Yeah, I, I'm. It sounds super sophisticated and smart. Yeah, like there you go. Going to, I'm yeah. going to see Philip Glass. Yes. Everyone's going to. You're supposed to be impressed with that, right? Uh, That's all you need to know. All right. Um, I'm impressed for you, Matt. Nice job. Nice so, class. the the other someday, other than updating the 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 intro, yeah. not the least of which is because of that second round of clapping right. gets me now. Why I had it that way is because I used to inject a who is going to be the guest or what the topic was. Oh yeah, and so then they'd get another round of applause. Right, but now there's just this. Right. Break in the intro and then applause. Anyway, so along with the some days, uh, that's a someday. The other someday is, let's make it next Tuesday, Chris. Let's commit to having it done. To having no, it. just like let's try it next Tuesday. We're gonna the new intro. Yeah, put some time aside. And, like okay. Um, the other someday is we're going to tr- one day we'll we'll have a, a flawless episode, um, and. Uh, the other more immediate some days are we're, 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 I'm working on uh, scheduling and rescheduling um, new people and some of the people that we 
for whatever reason, canceled. And I know mm-hmm. I keep saying that, but I've got uh, feelers out, as they say, as we say in the biz. Right. And uh, we'll see. So so we'll start having some guests again. I know it's been a stretch of just uh, the three of us are now the two of us. Right. Soon it'll be just one. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll just have like an open mic sitting on my desk. Nice. Um, so anyway, we're going to get that done. The other thing I wanted to mention up front, because I keep forgetting, please, please, please um, listen to the other podcasts on the network. There are some great people doing great work in recovery podcasting on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast Network. Um, uh, The Unruffled Podcast with Tammy and Sandra's terrific. They're up to, I think, episode five now. Addiction Unscripted has come along to help support the network, and we, we... wholeheartedly support them or uh season three is going to be dropping soon i believe um with claire rudy foster doing a phenomenal job holding down that shop um that pod and uh and then of course drop the needle with paul fur and friends um and uh real sobriety with robert mcclellan and uh, I, I think uh, Slosh Cinema will be coming back at some point. It's just on an abbreviated schedule um, with Sean Paul Mahoney. Do they need and, some more movies that have uh, alcoholism in them? I, I don't. I, no, I think Do they cover um, too many. I think this is just uh, maybe a, a just need a break. I'm not. I'm not sure. I think yeah, yeah just t- taking a, a, a abbreviated schedule. Um, and then of course, all, there are, there are others on there that um, that uh, had short runs that are worth listening to. And uh, anyway, go to uh, sincerightnow.network and check them out, please. Um, it's a cornucopia of um, amazing recovery stuff. Recovery podcast, right. Yeah. It gives just lots of options. Yeah. And, and it's well worth checking out. I mean, it's something that, and I think we kind of addressed this a little bit last episode. We were talking about introversion and um, social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And for certainly myself, in my early surprise recovering alone in my uh parents home it would have been great yeah to have these um you know this option to, yeah. to listen to, pod, to yeah. all these different voices um sober voices in recovery coming at it from all different directions um and just in a really genuine human way um like none of it feels uh no, nothing on the network feels like pedantic or heavy-handed yeah. or overly prescriptive or, or any of that. Mm-hmm. It's just very different perspectives, um, very welcome and opening perspectives yeah. on, on recovery and sobriety. Anyway. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Authentic. Authentic, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> with that in mind, here's today, uh, just uh, today, my, my, my daughter's school begins the sort of uh well here, here's the thing she's in first grade and in first grade the first grade class goes on an overnight camp out wow um and that night is tonight she's gone she we, we saw her off this morning wow. i know it's sort of, sort of strange you send them off they tell you you know is it in the woods or it's is in it the a, woods okay yeah they take is first in graders in, yeah in a tent wow and but they have to like pack their own gear, carry their own gear. Um, nice. And it's basically, it, it sort of escalates each year until eighth grade. They go on like a two-week 
expedition somewhere to do that's awesome this steady somewhere in the u.s awesome. I, I think it's always in the u.s but anyway um but yeah so and then one one year they'd have to do a an overnight by themselves in the woods and wow. um, yeah no it's 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 an interesting part of her school and i absolutely love it so of course we're nervous we're um uh you know the, the, the teachers are very great they're, they're mm-hmm. they it's all very well organized i've been doing it for Close to two decades right. at the school, and so they the, got, they her teachers have been yeah. doing it for like yeah. fifteen years. They've taken them, and they said, you know, and uh, um, one of the aspects that you know they help that helps reassure the parents is they bring a paramedic oh, okay, um, yeah. with them, which is one of the parents also happens to be one of the parents. And uh, what's interesting, so we're we're all all the parents are there seeing them off, and we're not doing anything because we're supposed to let them load in all their. Yeah. stuff by themselves they have to carry it all even if it takes multiple trips so we're just sort of watching um this uh this guy comes up to me uh, i just assume as a parent he has on and i think he's going on the trip and he is a parent but uh he said he says uh hi uh are you a friend of bill w's and uh-huh it, it takes me a second because that's not immediately yeah, not, in yeah. my and i'm like who's bill is that a, par- <laughs> is that a parent of the school i'm like so it's taking, i'm like um Maybe. and he must be thinking like yeah you know he, he shouldn't have approached yeah, you know yeah. i'm like i don't want to talk he blew it, yeah and but i'm like um and i'm like oh bill w i'm like i'm like and then uh, then it takes me another second to see because, how you can explain this because i'm also i kind of am I'm right. not, i don't not like We're bill w but i'm not exactly what would one would call air quotes right. a friend of bill w right. And so I'm like, well, <laughs> I think I said, not exactly. And I said, but I am sober. Yeah. And and then, but then I get weird because then he's using the, um, the, uh, the, you know, that, that the language of, are you a friend of Bill W yep. is code. Yeah. And so then I'm like, oh shit, am I supposed to talk in code? Can yeah. I say I'm sober? Then am I outing him if I'm, you know, I'm like, so it's like all you this. You just don't know. I'm not sure how I'm, how I'm yeah. supposed to respond to that. Is there just like, a, I'm just supposed to shake his hand with a secret handshake? Yeah. And, like, there is. And there's wink. a secret handshake. Is there? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You put your hand in. No, there's none. I'm oh. Just well, I don't know. I thought it was like Masonic. <laughs> there's a secret. We could. We could make one. Uh, that would be interesting that if they had fun. a secret handshake. I'm going to make things if... so much easier for Totally. I'm going to see if we can do anyway. that. Uh, so and I'm like, well, not exactly. I've been sober. I'm like, um, and uh, I said basically of my own device in a way of my own devising. I don't even think I said it like that. Mm-hmm. Convoluted. <laughs> and uh, I've been sober in ways of my, my own, own devising, devising man. But, Sorry, but, you have to go to that crap but, meeting, but whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but I said, uh, <laughs> but I've been sober for twenty years. And he goes, ah, oh, me too. Twenty years this year. Right. And uh, and then I just explained, you know. That I'm not not a friend of Bill W's, and I respect the program, and blah blah. And, and uh, well, here's what's interesting too. He said his regular meetings on Wednesday night, but he's not going to be go tonight because uh, the camping trip. He's on the camping trip. Oh. And I'm wondering if it's huh. He's in your meeting. But do you uh, name what I do. First name. We can say first name. Oh, names. Gary. Gary. Huh. No. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. So. It's just it, what, what was interesting about it to me is this that that little bit of because we talked a lot about it, I guess last episode about anonymity. Yep. And did you have on that shirt? No, what I had on actually, what's kind of embarrassing is oh. I had on a different 
recovery t-shirt Wednesday. I had, I had a different recovery t-shirt on. Okay. I had this hat. My, I had the your hat. The the tri- triangle square logo hat. Yeah. The triangle square logo shirt, which I re- didn't realize until I left. I'm like, oh, that's kind of embarrassing. But uh, <laughs> and then, but no, he said I. I he goes, Where's I noticed your, your tattoo. Ah. And I'm like, eh, I kind of wear my sobriety on my sleeve, so to speak. And yeah, and, and that is uh, an AA sign. Well, your tattoo. It originated an AA sign, but they gave up the trademark in 1987. Oh. Yeah. And then you trademarked it? No, I no. didn't trademark it, but now anybody can use it with oh, no trademark. That's nice. <clears throat> um, but no, it was just that weird awkwardness. Like, he's using code. Yeah. Am I somehow going to blow his anonymity right. by outing by coming out myself? Or am I just supposed to say, yup, trying to build dubs? You <laughs> know what I'm saying? And wink or something. I'm yeah. Like, but... Anyway, so it, it worked out fine. He's like, you know, he's like, yeah, me too. And then, uh, and I, I explained what we do. Yeah. Oh, and good. He so was you told like, him about really, Yeah, he was really excited. He's like, no kidding. He goes, that's awesome. He was like, you know, how do I find it? What I mean, so it was just really. I haven't had one of those moments in a yeah. long time. Yeah. And part of me like, like I, I love that it. I can. For all the people out there that aren't super comfortable being out. Mm-hmm. I do like that I have a tattoo on my arm that people that know can recognize me as one of us. Right, right. And that and that, that happened. It's just really... So you didn't feel uncomfortable at all? No, no. Yeah. I felt uncomfortable and because I didn't know exactly if right. the protocol... How this conversation how is supposed to happen. How a friend of Bill W. would right. answer. Like, yeah. But now, see, I think... Like, no, but I am a friend of Dr. Bob, if you right. know what I'm saying. <laughs> I think... I think you're totally entitled to have a uh, extremely normal conversation. Yeah. If he's come up to you and said, "Are you a friend of Bill W?" Then you can immediately say yes or what meetings you go to. Like right. if th- this were just a conversation, right. which, yeah, I don't think you'd hold yeah. anything back in that yeah. sense. Even if there were people standing around, if mm. you didn't have a problem and he didn't have a problem, yeah, yeah. And so ultimately, I don't think either of us had a problem. Yeah, and uh, that's no, good. It was just very. Um, I don't know. It was, it was like comforting. Like it's nice to like encounter our, uh, others of ourselves yeah. out in the wild, yeah. in a very just like uh, uh, um, what's the word? Just Not, uh, yeah, organic way. Organic way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think? Well, it's funny because. There are lots of symbols now of sobriety. In the old days, it was the sparkly, easy does it stickers on the back of people's old wood paneled station wagons. Oh, really? Crusty guys. Yeah, you'd always see those in the AA lots. Oh, I didn't know that. And it said easy does it or one day at a time. Those like black bumper stickers with like sparkle letters that were like kind of gothic. Right, yeah. So those those were like the 80s when I first got here. That's how you always knew. So like when I would see people at a grocery store, that would pull up, and they'd always have like an easy does it sticker. Like if you're rocking that sticker, you're sober, dude. Like you're uh, going to meetings. Interesting. I but didn't now, know that was today's new. I, that I don't see as many of those sure, anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wonder what today's universal symbol of sobriety is, because people don't wear a lot of AA gear, right? You know, you're not. It's not a thing that you got a lot of stuff yeah. on. So there's not. And I don't even know. I don't see those stickers anymore. Yeah. But. uh I think I agree. I think it's great to have something like that mm-hmm. that is easily identifiable, an icebreaker, mm. man on the street. Oh, hey, mm. friend of Bill W's, strike up a conversation, especially mm. in that situation. So, hmm, that's good. 
And that's what we would encourage. Yeah. We would encourage that from the who's our, we our podcast oh, yeah, yeah, platform okay. of yeah more yeah. of those yeah like say hello we gotta ha- you know right yeah that it's okay be out totally. about it ask somebody the worst you can do well that's funny yeah. I, I asked somebody with a triangle and a circle logo yeah I was like oh it's cool. and it was it was a cool execution it was like it was a, the way this tat was executed I liked the way it looked and I yeah. said oh that's a, a cool tat yeah I said and I not having the language like friend to build W's, yeah, yeah. I said, triangle in a circle, like that. <laughs> and, she go, and, and she, goes, she goes, yeah, I like geometry. And I'm just like, uh. so it, it didn't work out that time for, you know, for that connection. That's of like, hilarious. Hey, <laughs> triangle in a circle. That's uh-huh. funny. I know, that's funny because the universe, that is a universal introduction of people that are sober or your friend to build W's. But sobriety, as we know, is much broader now. You know, that's a very specific mm-hmm. way to get into it. Right. You know? Right. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's something we're going to have to work yeah. on. What is our, what's our new symbol? Like, well, is it a handkerchief in the back pocket? I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know what you could wear. <laughs> hey, man, I had my handkerchief in the back pocket. Uh, okay. Handkerchief in the back pocket. That's a good, uh, that's a good one. So, all right. I like that story. Yeah, so it was, it was really gratifying. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, well, he's going to look out for our kid, definitely. <laughs> totally. My kid's safe. Yeah. Oh, so he's going on the trip. He's the paramedic. Yeah, he's, he's the paramedic on the trip. That's awesome. Um, well, that's good. So, so you got nothing to worry about tonight, brother. Exactly. That's nice. Yeah. Well, so uh, I don't know. Do you know Randy from uh, Randy's Recycled Cycles? No. Have you ever met Randy? No. So Randy spoke tonight, had 10 years at the meeting. Mm. And uh, speaking of uh, friends of Bill W., um, but Randy was like this guy who, like 10 years ago, slumped into our meetings. He'd just gotten out of prison. He'd like uh, gotten caught with a semi-trailer full of marijuana. Sweet. Yeah. Was facing all this time and shit. And somehow, in jail, found God. Um the charges got messed up somehow and he found his way to this meeting and uh, he's a guy who has and, and the reason I'm telling the story because it his story reminds me of how incredible sobriety and not using and not drinking mm. and working the steps or working this some kind of program mm. can transform a life because sure. he's like living in Florida half mile from the beach and the guy was a, a prison guy that's mm. where his world was but uh just telling this thinking about the program and just what sobriety can do i was like oh that's that was what one thing i was going to mention tonight is i was i was struck by how transformative mm. this whole thing could be you know like how far you can come Absolutely. from total jailbait yeah no going nowhere and he was the guy that w- he came in and worked worked his ass off, and then we staked him in a small business, which was this recycled cycle company. He'd go find bikes, fix them up, and sell them. Wait, who staked him? Some guys in the meeting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so we kind of all just put a little cash into this thing. No kidding. And uh, it, and we did it just to help a guy, right? Which like, is awesome. Yeah, because he was like, uh, it was a cool and whatever. And I think he's going to try to open one in Florida, but uh, somebody opened one in Colorado. Oh wow! Yeah, Brad's son, who's it's doing really well. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's 
Yeah, but just the the gift of what this thing can do was just, anyway, I thought that was just a powerful lesson tonight where if you forget those things, I was feeling forgetful of that today, and it was nice to walk in and just hear one of those stories of like, holy shit, dude, you've come a long way, you know, from facing 15 years of federal drug charges to, to this. Yeah. That's good. It is good. I think, and that that is a good. I mean, I appreciate that reminder. I've uh, you know, I'm coming up on twenty years of sobriety. Um, This month? No, no, no. This will be your twentieth year. Twentieth year, yeah, September first, I think. Okay. Um, Wow, we got to like do something, road trip or something, right? Yeah, I know. I keep trying to figure out what our... Because we haven't done a trip this year, right? No, but that would be a good time to do it. Um, And maybe maybe we'll still figure that out. But uh, I I think I'm... You know how how we've talked a lot about second stage recovery, that Mm -hmm. that two, three, four, five year thing, where you're like, okay, now what? And I think there must be something, and, and and you could probably speak to this. There's probably something around you know this long term going in two decades, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm having some of that. Um, I'm trying to choose my words carefully, not like I'm having a. I guess I'm forgetting. Uh, there you go. I'm forgetting. That's what you said. I'm forg- I'm I'm forgetting what could have been. I'm forgetting what was. Yeah, in yeah. a sense. Yeah. And um, this this past week in particular, like it really came to head. I realized what I was. The sensation I was having was that I want to remember it more deeply more strongly and i don't know what that takes i don't know if that's like my guess is like in the program it would be like redo your steps or something yeah um yeah a lot of i've heard yeah, a lot of people over time yeah well when you get some serious time and you right. want to re it's uh re-energize your program yeah totally. part of <laughs> the way i've been thinking though is like i need to re uh Remember, like, refeel your old days, or yeah, re- yeah. I need to, I need to remember how bad it was, yeah, and how bad it could have been, yeah, how much worse it could have been, yeah. Um, not that I'm getting cavalier, but I don't know how to, how to explain this sensation like succinctly, but. I don't feel like I have enough appreciation for for two decades of surprise. Yeah. I guess is the point. Yeah, yeah. And um, anyway, so so I guess the the point is your story helps that. And what what has helped is um, I don't know. She recovers just happened last weekend in New York City. Where oh, yeah. I think like five hundred um, five hundred friends. Friends, yeah, many yeah. many of them. Yeah, good friends. Um, uh, Laura Silverman posted a bunch of pictures. Yeah, so it was fun. I was like, oh, I, yeah. I like new um, a lot of people. It was good. It looks and, fun. Uh, but there are just some really great stories that you know, I, just 
in the form of Facebook posts and Twitter yep. posts and Instagram posts that I caught from, you know, often people when in, I guess it's all relative, but to me, early recovery, you know, two, three, four years, um, just really still in touch with, um, yeah, what it was like with what it, yeah, with what it was like, yeah, um, and uh, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm I'm rambling, and I don't know what I'm saying. I guess I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to work through, yeah, what my thing outside of my program outside of the that program yeah. AA, what my thing for my program needs to be to get back in touch with um uh the miracle the miracle I, and I've, 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 that's the word i've been dancing around quite yeah. frankly because i have trouble with that word but um and uh yeah i guess i'm just not sure what that is yet so part of me thinks i just need to start writing and uh and and you know yeah well it's funny because you I don't think you're gonna be a person who's ever going to go to meetings regularly right mm-mm, mm-mm. and so I think and for people who do go to meetings just like tonight I, I had a sh- rotten just a shitty day I was like fetal position on my couch with this business uh-huh. just shitty news whatever but it's like part of what being in business is all about so I was all in my head and I was like fuck I don't want to go to this meeting. And I don't want to go to this fucking podcast. That's what I thought. But you go to the meeting and you hear this great story and you're like, oh, man, this is awesome. It was a really good story, right? Yeah. And so you listen to this thing and you're like, this guy went through this shit and all he did was pick himself up barely, drag his ass to this program barely, do the work, get rewarded, do the work, get rewarded, do the work, get rewarded, and just, you know, then now... Over time, ten years later, he has he you know has this killer life, and it's had so much to say and so many good things to spread. And then you hear all the stories around the meeting. And by the time you walk out of there, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, this is all good. <laughs> you just get a real mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. That's exact thing. Like it it reminds you of all kinds of stuff. And so yeah, I walked out like, oh yeah, now I'm cool, and then everything's cool again. Mm-hmm. So, but you don't have that. So you need yeah. that that kind of reminder of that kind of thing. So yeah, what what? Because it's a rotten place to be, mm-hmm. I think. Well, and part of yeah, because it feels like I I don't know what I'd call it, like maybe third stage recovery. Whereas, yeah. you know, the first time was what do I get? Yeah, and now I, I've I've I'm comfortable with that in a sense, but I feel like I don't want to get complacent. I mean, I started thinking about um. You know, like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, who I don't I don't know if he went to meetings or not. I don't know anything about his program, what nope. he did. But uh, you know, I'm like, because that's that's coming. You know, he was coming up around 22 years, I right. think. And I'm like, there's no, you're never safe. There's no, there's no, no. there's no. Is that true? He was coming up on 22 years. Yeah, and. Was it his first time using or had he been using for a while? We don't know. We don't like, know. But it was in his like in his twenty two second, second year, I think, that he Yeah, whatever happened. Fell off and Yeah. Where life became too boring, too ungrateful, the miracle had worn off. Yeah. It was just if it was like at that point you kinda have this thing where if this is all life is after this long a time, mm. fuck it. I'm gonna go 
right? Mm-hmm. This is how I feel after 22 years. And I still feel this shitty. I think or, I've got some of that going on. Too. Yeah, I still, I, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Where you're like, humanity and this shittiness and it's yeah. been this fucking long. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It still feels like this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a bad place to be. Yeah, no. I, it's I a bad don't. headspace. Right. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's. Uh, but we all get there. We all feel like that. Yeah. At some point where you're just, and I wonder if that's a, it's a human condition. Yeah. But most humans then don't go use and kill themselves. Right. <laughs> That's not on the table. Right. Yeah. Your 20 years helped me with my next 24 hours. That's a miracle. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks, Katie. Katie says, your 20 years helped me with my next 24 hours. And I appreciate that. Um, and yeah, don't, don't, I'm not, I'm not remotely meaning to suggest it's, it's not worth it. I'm yeah, just saying yeah. totally. that there is a certain and I'm also not meaning to suggest that every day has to be yes. thinking about right. your sobriety and recovery. Totally. It doesn't have to possess every waking moment of one's uh-huh. life. But, you know, there's a certain level of like, if not constant, at least like periodic check-in, like there's a, there's a vigilance to it yeah. um, that, re- you know, it requires tending. Yes, in a sense, like your your headspace, particularly you know, as many as if, like myself, many of us are, um, you know, de- prone to depression yep, yep. And, and mood, whatever mood issues, and um, but but it, it, no matter what your solution is, even if you do a gratitude list and get really good at that, or or meditation, after a while, it all becomes monotonous. After a while, it all even mm. doing a gratitude list can become mm. like, oh fuck, I got to do that thing again. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like. I I bet there's a bit of the monotony in this your mood. I think there probably is. Um, yeah. I think there are a number of factors. I mean, I don't think there's any one factor contributing to it. I think there is an element of monotony. Um, I do. Yeah, and and I I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think part of me keeps thinking like I have to revisit the past somehow okay. and to, to and get to re- feel again to, to feel. feel yeah and to but also to feel like really the the the, the depth uh-huh. to which I had sunk somehow yeah and and I don't know if that feels gratuitous or not. Um, I guess I don't have to share it, but part of me feels like I have to get in there and and really write it out because like my recovery story on the site you know it's uh i think it's a lighter it's a, a lighter it's, it's pretty long yeah but it's also not it doesn't have all those sensations i think because particularly when i wrote it i was really conscious about not remotely wanting to glamorize anything yeah. but i think part of what i want is the unglamorous aspect of it right um to, to, to f- and I don't know why I need to feel that. Yeah, I think. Um, Do you just feel very far away from that p- place in your life, and that's scary, or it's just uh, it's not it's not scaring you enough now. To, it's not scaring me enough now. Yeah, where you're like, uh, I, don't, I don't really remember that. Right. It seems so far away. Right. They're like, really? Am well, I, I mean, really been, an alcoholic? I've been, yeah, 
Yeah, some of that. There's some of that yeah. going in. Did I really have a problem? Right. Was I really like yeah. drugs? All of yeah. that? Can I really not do all those things? Right. Yeah. Like tr- yeah. yeah, I'm a totally different person. It's so long ago. Right. So long. And I've ago. been sober now longer than my yeah dr- drinking and drugging career. Right. Which is first. That's astonishing. It to is me. astonishing. But um, yeah. So that that's yeah. Okay. So that's. I think that's totally normal thinking, and I think that's definitely thinking to be aware of. <laughs> yeah, no, I do too. I mean, right? that's, yeah, and that's, I why, that's how it starts. Yeah, and I think what—that's part of what I love about having this podcast. Yeah. Is I can say it to, yeah. you know, yeah, the people, humble brag, maybe thousands of people, and uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like that'll that that alone will help. Um, sort of, yeah, put it on know, the table. Right, just to put it out there, not exactly. to hold it close to my right. you know chest and act like it's all good, and nothing's wrong. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think I need a, a refresher course. So I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if to appreciate your twenty years, what you have to get to the depths of the worst part of your alcoholism to remember how good it is now. Right, that's what you're Something feeling. Like but I wonder if yeah. you have to do that, like. It's got to be an easier way. I don't know if you're ever going to be able to go back and truly capture the depths of your No, but I using. think maybe it's it's about like the documenting. Because I don't know that I've ever like documented. Yeah. What's like, the worst? Are, is there shit like we have not talked about on this podcast that you've done that you're like, like the shit you were going to take to your grave, like a true fourth and fifth step where you're like, there's three or four things that I'm holding on to that I've never told anyone. Do you got any of that shit? I don't think so. Not okay. that would, not that would impact that you're holding on to. Nothing like that. Oh yeah! Every time I think about that, I cringe. I've never told anyone that. Well, I think about things that make me cringe. I think there are things that wouldn't have any bearing on, like it doesn't need an amend. Yeah, yeah. And it certainly doesn't need to be shared. <laughs> right. with a wide audience but i mean yeah you know, uh you know i was you know but the, just like just and they might even again i i know we're not supposed to compare but to yeah. some it, it'll be nothing to yeah. others it'll be everything but you know like riding around with a stranger who we pull up to to somehow we, we both know that i guess because when you're out at uh three in the morning and hitchhiking mm-hmm. it's a pretty good bet that you're both up to no good i don't know um <laughs> right and immediately offers like hey you want to go grab some crack and go back to my place i'm like yeah that sounds great sounds and awesome. uh like to a complete stranger right and uh he, as we pull up to the guys tell gonna, serial killers operate the guys we're going to score it from i'm just telling you he goes open the glove compartment there's a gun in there he goes we're going to do a snatching grab or whatever <laughs> and so we basically Robbed some crack dealers. <laughs> Robbed some crack with dealers. a total stranger. With a total stranger, and they went back to the house and got high. And went back to the house and got high. Nice. What could go wrong? Um, what could go wrong? <laughs> but I mean, and that's just one yeah. incident yeah. of sordid, yeah. fucked up shit I did. Yeah. But it's like there. That's one that like came back as i'm trying to remember how bad it was yeah okay i I have to remember i do have to remember this yeah this is where my addiction led to me because you know i feel like in a sense like like, you know that's the kind of stuff that who knows what what his life was like but like a philip schumer hoffman i feel like he didn't remember 
you know, or something. Yeah. yeah. And other people that that go so long, and and go back out. Um, it's like, and and part of me feels that there is value in remembering that, and that's why I do feel like there is value in, you know, drunkologues, other particularly others, mm-hmm, drunkologues mm-hmm. to help us remember our own. Totally. Um, and uh, you know, because when we started this, I, I thought. You know, when we have guests on, I'm like, oh, it doesn't have to be about the drunk log, but the longer we've done it, I realize that for me, that when other people tell me stuff that makes me cringe for them, mm-hmm. it helps me remember, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it, it's, yeah, there's always the the lows, the highs and the lows of of the human condition and how addiction takes you through these just horrific mm. scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow sobriety brings it out and you can, yeah, I think that is a story, a hero's journey in every yeah. sense of the word, right? And so we're naturally attracted to these stories. And I, yeah. you know, a great lead and a great mm. story like that is something that, yeah, those and they're not drunk logs. I mean, they are kind of, you know, they always start off with I started drinking. I was like, right. whatever. You're like, ah, oh, here we go again. But most of the time, by the time you hit bottom, mm. it's just like, my god, mm. and reminds you of like your bottom and all the shit you did. Mm. So that's why I do think the power in that's mm. of reminding, making us feel the bottom. And I, I feel every time I hear someone else's bottom, I think of my per you know mm. march 14th 1992 and i'm like oh yeah this moment of just absolute shit mm-hmm. and terror but um do you have that moment that you go back to that you can still feel of shit and terror no i have, uh, you have the, several of these my, well i have that moment my moment was a moment of shit and shame yeah and uh just you know i was just I didn't want to. I didn't want to be embarrassed to be me anymore, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I realized I'd become just, just a gross human yeah, being. Yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah. So I mean, but the terror moments are moments when. There aren't moments where I stop doing anything. Like the terror moment of ripping off crack dealers with a stranger's gun from his glove box. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking stupid, terrifying shit. You know, I was, and that led me down the road. And of, I, I realized there are three guns with my fingerprints on them. I never pulled the trigger. Right. Three separate guns in three separate incidents that I held on to yeah. stupidly. Yeah. It could have been used for whatever. That could have been used for whatever. Jeez. In uh, in my career, wow. that's that's what that memory that I just had. Yeah. Had remind like, has oh, reminded yeah. me of. There's another gun and another gun. And. Yeah, and. Uh, and I guess yeah, some of that is then what I realized. Like. Yeah, I need to remember those moments mm-hmm. that I'm like, this is, and part of me gets scared now because I'm like, God, I could have been, 
you know, in, in prison. I could have sure. ended up in a dead. I could have ended up. Yeah. And uh, I think because I've never written, you know, that, I've, what is it, the fourth or fifth, where it's like the real. Your inventory. Dr- yeah. Dr- step, digging down. Dig and down. I, yeah. Go deep. And I don't know that that's. Ooh, you an should, in- let's do a fourth and fifth step for your but see, twenty years, bro. Maybe. Come on. But see, I don't know if that's an inventory. It was that an inventory thing. It's like yeah. the the things that that. But I think they're the things that that need to be turned over. They're the they're the artifacts and mm. thinking of your past that you need to formally turn over. There's real power in that, mm. and then there's real power in doing an inventory of what life is like right now and all that shit you know and mm-hmm. the same character flaws and defects that you probably a lot of them are always the same for me you mm-hmm. know like oh yeah yeah that'd be good dude let's do it that'll be it'll be like 20 for 20 <laughs> right <laughs> or something and that's that, yeah well that i guess and here's the other thing so that's what was kind of also contributing to my, my bone dot state about this is i thought 20 weeks out yeah is that what it was yeah from my 20th i was going to do this video series of 20 2020 at 20 20, and it'd be like having this 2020 vision of 20 years yeah and i was going to have insights i realize i have no insights (laughs) i have no i I don't have have one insight i don't know i mean i I feel like i don't have living sober is that what they were going to be insights to how to live a better sober Mm, life no just yeah, In, just how, life, how life I've hacks? done it. Okay. Just, just insights about what, what's worked for me. And, and I don't know. I don't think I've ever fully examined it. I just sort of do a day-by-day, moment-by-moment, okay. and it works, and so I don't question it. But I also don't yep. think too deeply about it. Okay. Um, which I don't know if that's... Somehow that feels like a disservice to others, not necessarily myself, but now that we're doing this, mm-hmm. it feels like a disservice to others not to have insights into 20 years of sobriety. But you do know. you think so? Before you started this podcast, you had fifteen years, right, or seventeen Something years? Like that. Okay, and it had gotten to the point where you, your life at that moment emotionally, you were not using your drinking, but it was not as emotionally balanced as it is right now. Right, right, right. Like, did you go through that bottom before you started this podcast? Yeah, I mean, I went, th- but but it was a depression. Depression. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like your dark days, before those were BP, before podcasts. Yeah, and this podcast was kind of on the upswing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I guess what I'm saying is, that I think this podcast has helped in your program. Absolutely. And it has helped your uh, stage stages of recovery. And I think you were on a, ba- a downslope, and then mm-hmm. I don't know if you were. This I think you had started to I think you had realized you wanted to do something. Mm. Yeah. Um and then, there's insights there, like that whole journey yeah. of how you got from being sober, doing it yourself, to living ten ten plus years doing all right. Yeah, not even thinking about it, really. Not even thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Because when I first met you we didn't talk about recovery a lot. We went on we drank non alcoholic yeah. beers and we just hung, hung out. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like whatever, we did work and right. We were creative guys. And then you went on your um, depression, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And that was a while, that was a couple of years? Yeah, it was a, it was a extended depression. Okay. 
And it affected all kinds of things. Yeah. Jobs. Right. Career. Um, and then this thing came along. Yeah. But I think there's got to be lots of things that you learned along the way in there. I'm sure there there should be. <laughs> but, um, I've learned watching you. Yeah. And I think maybe it's when I sit down and try to sort of put it down. It yeah. feels like... I don't know. So often I feel like trying to write anything like that, like that's prescriptive or like, here's how I did it to me. Yeah. I, I get imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just feel like, uh, who am I to... Totally. Sort of... But... Um, and, and I hate to keep coming back to it, but I feel like um, maybe almost that's why I need to go back and find all the the depths yeah. to, to hold up as as... as counterpoint mm-hmm. to you know where i am now and then i can see the connections of how i've got from point yeah. a to point b or point that's b. interesting well and i think you should you shouldn't everyone feels like they're an imposter syndrome i think that's the thing that keeps people from being writers is you know right feeling like they're imposters because mm-hmm. whatever subject you start to write about you have to uh have some sort of you have to feel like you have some sort of confidence right. or expertise in and then, and then immediately your imposter syndrome. Right. What do I have to say? Yeah. But I think for this subject, you you have the credibility to talk. Wow. Your POV because you lived it. Yeah. You're living it. Plus, wouldn't I think that's a good that's a good. Maybe it maybe the world is telling you the universe is telling you to write. I don't know if it's a memoir or what it's called. What would that be called? something but you're in yeah i don't know and i think i don't of, want to call it anything yet I, yeah but i'm definitely feeling compelled to, to start right. documenting something okay and i i guess i just read something the other day it's oh, like that's good um if you really want to write don't tell anybody you're writing i like that um so yeah this may be the last you hear about it okay. until you talk about see it. something or you don't right um okay i like that i like that idea of using writing as a way to get back to the emotions of your journey so you can appreciate this 20 years more mm-hmm. right i think that's what i need yeah i think i don't i'm not feeling enough that's i mean i, th- I think i said that earlier i'm not yeah. feeling enough appreciation for having two decades of yeah. sobriety yeah um which is a true miracle it doesn't feel and it should yeah yeah okay well that's so, our that's that's our mission that's yeah. your mission okay but don't cry for me argentina all right and then my last topic what the fuck was going on with that stupid fraternity and that over-alcoholized oh, hazing bullshit? That me. made me crazy. Yeah. And I, I went through that and was in a drinking fraternity. And we drank all the time, but we didn't use alcohol as the hazing part. Right. We used other hazing methods, right. but not alcohol, which was probably very surprising in hindsight. But fuck, using alcohol in the yeah. hazing. Like, what the fuck? That was a horrible story. Well, yeah. I mean, it's tragic. Tragic. And, uh, and I just, yeah. Yeah, that was terrifying. I mean, you know, obviously terrifying. as a parent, you start, uh, ex- uh, you know, extrapolating like, yeah. I hope our kid has enough sense. And then you think, oh, these are all college, you know, no, I know. college students. They're all supposed to have enough sense right. from an intellectual standpoint. But, um, but I was that drunk at college a lot. Oh, so was I. Like easily and did, fell all over the place. I was all the time. A maniac. Yeah, and, but and, but um, it was the reaction that was the worst part of well, the yeah, brothers. That, like they just like oh, 
yeah, put him on a couch with a backpack on his back and fuck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's, I, I, yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, I was, my wife and I were talking about it and, um, you know, it feels like from a institutional standpoint, Mm -hmm. not just frats, but college life. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't in a frat, but I drank like that all the time. Yeah. Swimming in it. Yep. Um, and it was, you know, accepted as a freshman. Yeah. By the institution, by the the, the college. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was all on campus. Yeah. Or it was all yeah, yeah part of campus life, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what 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 the I, answer is there. And I, I mean, I'm. I was, that's one of the other things one of the other terrifying moments that I, I was just remembering is I bought somebody when I, I was like I stopped out for a while and I went back to school so I was like at some point I turned 21 when mm-hmm. um, a lot of my friends in college were 19 and 20 yeah and so I bought some rando because um, I used to go on the runs and people were like hey, yeah, can yeah. you give me this side or the of other course. but I'm like a, what is this the, I don't even know the sizes anymore of alcohol, but like the big handle of like whiskey, whiskey or something, yeah. and uh, a fifth. And he apparently, or the next day, like somehow fell out of our building, oh, geez. which was over a science lab, which had a glass roof, oh, and he smashed through the glass roof and ended up in the lab. On a table. And he's okay. And he was, well, he is. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I mean, this is, uh, you know, almost three decades ago. Oh but I'm like. The alcohol you bought him. I'm like, the alcohol, like, yeah. if he died, yeah. you know, I'd be, I don't know what I'd be, in jail probably, in prison. Um, but, uh, you know, that's sort of like, the the sort of the the that's not even a direct result of me drinking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's like me that's how alcohol, alcohol is fucking up was fucking up my life you know sort of yeah before it even yeah yeah not not my drinking yeah just, just stupid yeah decisions around alcohol yeah, stu- yeah. um that's yeah and all that stuff when I I'm, I'm glad when I dredged up because it frightens me I'm like yeah you know shit you yeah, know it's shit like, happens yeah the uh, so here's a, here's the thing. I wonder if this is true. I don't know. I have any idea. If the drinking age weren't 21 mm. and there wasn't this, and I have no idea if this is true or not, but I always think when you get to college, all of a sudden you just binge. I did. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if it's alcohol was, we had a better, a healthier relationship mm. like France or Europe. Mm. And I don't know if you were just there, but it doesn't seem as bingy on the continent as it does in Australia, England, and the United States yeah, for young people. I don't know. And I don't know if it's the drinking age or it's just the relationship with alcohol and growing up around it yeah. where it's just not so taboo. And then all of a sudden you get to college or whatever and it just becomes you, you're a fucking mess. I think there are a number of ways to come at the drinking age thing, though. I mean, not the least of which is your brain's still developing. Yep. So from a health standpoint, from a brain development standpoint... It you totally should be. be drinking yeah. that early, but At 18. then would you be? Yeah, would you be drinking less um, harmfully 
yeah. if the drinking age was lower, and so then would it ultimately yeah. be have a you know yeah, canceled right. out that yep, yep. effect, whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know uh, either. But uh, I don't know. It does feel like yeah, this thing that's taboo all of a sudden, you know, nobody's around to you just get fucked. Up. Yeah, get really fucked. Up. Yeah, crazy. Well, anyway, that that was a tragic story, and I I was like, God, they're still doing that at fraternities. Isn't that like stupid? And I did it, but I was like, mm. I, I kept for some reason I was under this odd impression that maybe that had it wasn't quite as stupid, but nope, <laughs> no, it's just right there. Yeah, the whole th- that and that it's hard to remember that, but the the notion of drinking excessively just because like pounding yeah. things and shotgunning things and yeah. beer pong like That's, playing yeah. games to drink yeah. a lot fast we oh god that's all we did that's the only way i know how to drink it's crazy crazy okay well right. on that note well somehow without matt we did do almost an hour all right um i appreciate everybody listening live thank you so much i um I'm trying to get better about incorporating you guys into the show, but uh, Jeff and I clearly sort of got talking. But uh, I do appreciate the comments and hope you come back again. And we'll be having guests on again soon. Okay, but maybe not next week, but maybe next week. Maybe not next week, maybe next week. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jennifer O. Yeah. She said she wants to do a podcast. What does that mean? Come back on? No. Oh, she wants wants to do her her own podcast. Oh, sure. That'd be great. I know. So I'll talk to her about that. All right. Try to get that working. All right, everybody. See ya. Bye.